listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Tuesday afternoon. And since it's Tuesday, I'm really delighted uh, to welcome back on the program Andrew Dembina. Andrew, it's great to speak to you. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you, Noreen. Great to speak to you as of a Tuesday. Exactly. Oh, I'm so glad I got you. We've been experiencing some sort of network problems, but, but I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're um, here and kicking. So what have you got for us this week? A lot of global news and drinks update, I believe. Yep, indeed, Noreen. In fact, continuing a bubbly theme from last week's chat with Ed Carr, which was quite interesting. Him, the for those who didn't hear, go back on the archive and hear the multi-award-winning um, winemaker for House of Arras, sparkling wines in Tas- Tasmania. He was full of interesting uh, words about the new world in terms of uh, sparkling wine. Didn't you think so, Nas? Absolutely. And what struck me was he was a microbiologist. I mean, he trained to be a microbiologist and then he, he ditched all of that and he became a winemaker. Well, there's a lot of science involved, don't, don't get me wrong, but I thought, what an interesting field. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually, that analytical side of uh, of getting into fermentation and champagne, or the champagne method, which he used, and all of the places that, a lot of places that have sparkling wine, not all, but many, do use the same method as in France. It is very technical, and it's very scientific, because they, first of all, the wine is fermented um, to... Uh, to get its alcohol, and then it is, um, it's, it, 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 this is in, uh, in vats, in large containers, and then it's put into a bottle, and it's fermented again by using, by using sugar. And it's, uh, so it's, I mean, it's a, it's a really, it's a much more scientific way than still wine. Just, uh, so that probably, probably came into it quite well. But um, sticking with the bubbles for the moment, I know that this happens uh, every so often, but I can't help it, Noreen. There are two massive celebrities that have just released champagne bottles, and I mean champagne made in France, champagne, um, that, um, that are uh, they're both American. They're both uh, from big names in entertainment. So the first one is Drake, the... Uh, the, the, the kind of uh, yeah the rapper <laughs> the Canadian rapper who's just topping pop charts all over the place as well as hip hop charts um, he has made a uh, a real champagne uh, in France as a collaboration between him um, his 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 real name by the way is not as cool as Drake it's Aubrey uh, middle name Drake Graham Aubrey Graham he would have been known as at school um, but um, but that's that's an aside really. He got together with a liquor entrepreneur called um, Brent Hocking and a French champagne house in the real part of Champagne, France, so they can call it genuine champagne. The champagne house is called Maison Pierre Mignon, which dates back to the 1890s. So it's a real historical uh, champagne house, a small producer that gets really good reviews. And they've taken on um, the Drake Champagne. And it came out some months ago, but it's in Hong Kong. It's just in Hong Kong now, in time for uh, the festive season. And um, amazingly, they're, um, remember last week when we were talking to Ed Carr of Arras? Um, they're taking it easy, right? I mean, he's, they've won lots of awards out there in Tasmania for doing it the French way. But they're taking it slowly. And next year, their news was that they're bringing out a rosé. Well, um, the launch of Drake's champagne which are called the, the the range is called mod selection um with a with a french accent so it's probably pronounced selection and it's um so it's it's and they are going to be 10 varieties of this 
So from uh, from the traditional blend of three white grapes to Blanc de Blanc, which is all Chardonnay, to Rosé. Ten different champagne bottles being launched at the same time. Mm. And, um, and, it's, and it's high-end stuff. As I say, very historical um, champagne house. And uh, one of the uh, best, most credible U.S. wine magazines, Wine Spectator, has awarded um, some of these champagnes with medals straight away. And they're scoring high in the 90s out of 100 among Wine Spectator and other critics. So uh, Drake has aligned himself with something that is really credible. It's not just all about the bottle's decoration. And speaking of which, they are highly decorated. They are um, that they have metal casings around the bottle that are engraved in the region of Champagne. And um, all of this comes at great cost, of course. Uh, a bottle of uh, non-vintage, so just the, the stuff that will be uh, put out every year, uh, rosé champagne, um, is listed on the Mod Selection Champagne's website as uh, 400 US dollars for one bottle of non-vintage champagne. 400 I mean, US, right? that's a lot. That's like yeah. 3,200 yeah. almost 3,200 Hong Kong. Well, they, yeah, yeah, it's pretty much pretty much bang on because it's uh, they are available in Hong Kong and Hong Kong doesn't have uh, tax on wine and champagne is a wine. So they're 3,100 a bottle for sale in Hong Kong right now. Mm. Um, but uh, So it's, it's a pretty hefty premium champagne there. And um, if you want the vintage version, then it's even more, 4,500, just right. under, 4,400 in Hong Kong. So that's one of the, uh, the, the new kind of big names that's got into real champagne. And I suppose when you're a mega pop star, even though sales have, have gone down with Spotify, probably not paying them as much as uh, selling, you know, sort of uh, digital tracks or CDs or whatever in the old days. Um, it's um, they, they, they make, in normal years, not COVID years, they make uh, a lot of money touring, don't they, and from merch. So it's, uh, it, it's but it's, but, but I mean, one can't even imagine how much he must have put in to, uh, um, to invest in a real champagne, uh, uh, you know, in France producer. But then I guess I wonder how quickly the returns will be when you're selling, you know, on average for over three grand a bottle. There's only one way to find out, Andrew. Start your own champagne label. Start my own champagne house. <laughs> yeah. Well, then be bubbly. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'll let you know when that happens in this segment, Norrie. Um, but, but, but until then, I'll leave it to the likes of Drake. And next up, champers from Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. They're still um, making from their... things together. Oh, I suppose they, well, they, they, they have that wine label that was doing quite well. Oh, no, yeah. that vineyard, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah, we spoke about that years ago when they uh, first started it, and uh, we've referred to it once or twice since then. But that was that was uh, eight years ago, and now um, since then they split up, and they are still business partners, very kind of maturely and sensibly. They uh, they they did really well because when they first started the um, the still wine, which is in Provence in southern France, a rosé wine. They enlisted the help of one of the oldest, like two or three generation families of uh, in the south of France of winemakers, and they got a really big, credible name behind them. So it wasn't just the kind of you know um, a kind of blingy bottle. There were some other uh, winemakers that we've mentioned in the past who have, have put out things that have been kind of dubious in quality, but the Brad Jolina machine put out something which was. Uh, 
was was credible and won lots of high awards like this uh, drake bubbly has straight out of the uh, gate he's uh, he's been winning uh, awards you know by by aligning himself with an old champagne house so in the case of uh, of, of, of brad uh, pitt and, and uh, angelina jolie it is brad pitt who's taking the lead in this they're still business partners in it but He's the face, literally the face, on some of their marketing uh, products uh, that, that has just come out right now. And um, it's an old um, champagne house that they've chosen as well, uh, a really old champagne house, which is using a very old and expensive method. Um, when you make a rosé champagne, there are two ways of producing it. You can either, uh, as you might imagine, add some red wine to a blend of uh, the, the white wine grapes and, uh, and that gets mixed up. The second method is less common. It's more difficult and more expensive. It's called rosé de sagnier and it's a technique used um, where the, uh, during a fermentation where they're sitting in taps, they, uh, they, the skins of the red grapes are still kept on because uh, Pinot Noir, right, which you, which you may have had as a red wine, um, is one of the wines in Champagne, but uh, but the skins are taken off when you have a white Champagne. So, um, but for yeah, but for a rosé, um, they're 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 kept. Uh, some of the skins are kept in, and that's what gives it the uh, the pink colour, which is a bit tricky because uh, obviously um, it has to be taken out at the right time. And there's uh, you know it's it's much more difficult to. Uh, to Quite gauge technical. it. Yeah, I, never, yeah, my, I actually never thought about how rosé wine was being made, but yeah, that's very interesting because I once yeah. had um, a blue wine and it was because they had oh. used a, a sort of darker purplish grape and they kept the skin on, um, which right. is why it gave that wine a sort of, um, it was a white wine. Really? It was a blue white wine. It was from Spain. Oh, right. Yeah, and that was quite yeah. interesting. Okay, but that would yeah, and that would make sense then um, for, for yeah, for yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, that's that that is, that is the way it's done, but it is much quicker and for the mass-produced labels um, that I won't mention, or the ones which are most, some of the most famous labels. It's uh, it's often the case that it's uh, some red wine, some Pinot Noir will be mixed with it in the blend before it's put back in the bottle. Nothing but a drop of uh, food coloring doesn't fix. I mean, if, if exactly, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean blue blue wine. That would be my first thought actually but but yeah i know i've seen that i've seen a few now and then i think there have been some experiments with steeping different things in wine bottles but uh, once again this is a uh, an expensive uh, bottle of wine it comes in at uh, about um a hundred dollars under the um, or it's, a, it's around a similar a similar price as the uh, as the drake one really so you're looking at over three grand for a bottle of rosé but in the case in, in this case the numbers haven't been given out for uh drake's champagnes for the rosé anyway but in the brad pitt and angelina uh version there are only twenty thousand bottles made that might sound like quite a bit but in the world of champagne that's really tiny some champagne houses refuse to give the amount of uh of uh, bottles that they they produce because they want to project themselves as being very desirable and not be seen as mass producers. So uh, I won't I won't name names, but some of the more expensive ones that uh, that are some people's um, choice for a special occasion and not 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 actually the most not the most affordable ones are produced in numbers that the uh, the makers will never reveal for that reason. Just to so, just to keep that mystique around it, so that people think it's more um, exclusive and more sort of sought after and rare. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and therefore keep the price high for uh, for sales. So um, there you go, Dumbina yeah. Bubbly. 
you know, just say you're <laughs> producing two yeah. bottles, uh, two bottles Def- only. Definitely, I'll, 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 do, I'll do a two for one deal for three and a half grand. No, it's, <laughs> I, think, no I think it would be way under that. Um, so sticking with um, um, alcoholic drinks and uh, um, with what's usually the annual uh, cocktail party season upon us, what would be, um, you can still, as we did some programs and chats earlier on, talk about ways of doing things at home. Uh, I mean, I think people will still have one or two guests around at Christmas time. I have a social thing, obviously being as careful as people can. But, it's um, not advisable. But it, I thought I'd put it out there, you know, for, for yeah, the sake I mean, of, uh, to co- stop the break of, uh, the, stop the chain of transmission. It's not advisable to have gatherings of, mm. of any sort. Of course, of course, but I think I, I, it, not not so much as a kind of a as a party with friends and having too much to drink and that and that which which um, you know people will then not be too sensible about distancing. But I'm sure that some people might might be spending a bit of time with relatives or whatever. And it's um and rather than uh, uh, than going to a ready-made drink, having um, you know festive cocktails. Don't, they don't have to be the most festive ones, but. Uh, um, you know that are eggnog or or others that are um, that are had around the time of the year with using things like ginger mulled or wine. yeah mulled wine etc yeah I mean oh there are all there are all of these but also just the fact that we have to be in again remember once we talked about in the summer that even if you've got the smallest of balcony not everyone does that maybe you could start marinating things to have a to have a barbecue for something so in this in this case it's well. Try and just cheer yourself up, whether it is just you and whoever else is living in your home or whether you are seeing a relative or a friend, you know, not too many, of course, as we said, but um, but just to make things um, a little more cheery. And one of the ways of doing this, um, of course, we can all search Google, but um, in America and the UK, but particularly America, a lot of the uh, cocktail, the bartenders who have been in lockdown um, have been making a lot of um, videos uh, for coming up to this time of the year. So TikTok is used a lot in the US. It's, a, it's a available now in Hong Kong, so you can't officially access it in Hong Kong. But thank goodness the most prolific shakers and stirrers in the US, particularly because there's more cocktails made there than anywhere else, it seems, um, tend to use instagram and all sorts of social media and they do put up some of their tiktok videos on instagram so um you can i'll recommend you a couple there is a really really excellent one called sin city bartender that's all one word sin city um otherwise he doesn't give his full name but he but he refers to himself he's otherwise known as jason p based in las vegas as his uh, instagram handle suggests that's the sin city part of his uh, handle um, and quirky cocktails are the name of this bartender's game and it's really some fun videos to watch they're pretty fun just to watch whether you get around to making them or not and they're really short they can be they can be just 10 seconds long or 30 seconds and then he might give another post where i'll have a picture of that cocktail and give a really simple set of ingredients and a method to follow and you can uh, you can you can follow them really really easily, and he's got a whole handful or two of really festive cocktails. So, um, in fact, I didn't mention this before we went on air, but I'm not sure You're if I'm drinking I, one right but, now. But I, oh, I'm loving it. That's why I, that, I, I said to you I couldn't go on Zoom because my uh, son's doing e-learning. It was really because I'm just trying out his cocktails. 
<laughs> no, of course not. Of course that's not true. But I would like to maybe just see, which, if you want a bit of the audio, Oh, try it. I Andrew, I don't yeah. know. We lost you for a second there. Sounds like are you oh, drunk? No. Are you are you drunk dialing someone? Oh no, no. no I was about. I was back. about. I, oh no. Okay. I, I just. I wanted to. I wanted to play out this guy's voice because it's a really deep voice. Like this guy is not only a bartender, but he is probably going out for a few drinks after work. Can I try and play this and see if you can hear it? <laughs> sure, go for it. Okay. Okay. Here we go. This is the Sin City bartender. With uh, with his um, festive drink, you'll hear what it's called. There you go, Noreen. Did you catch that? None of it. Oh no! I put it right next to the speaker. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, yeah, no, seriously. I, well, I mean, yeah, we, we heard talking, but I couldn't really quite make out what he was saying. Okay. I'm really okay. sorry. Well, why don't you do your best impression of him? Um, <laughs> okay, I will. He said, he, he said, this is called the Yippie Kaye, and I'm going to make it for you now. First, you pour in some bourbon, and then you pour in, and then, and then you pour in some Jaeger. Then you pour in one ounce of eggnog, shake, and just pop off with some nutmeg. Welcome to the party. <laughs> that's, that's, the, the welcome to the party just cracked me up. I really had hoped that you'd have heard it in its real, true form. But there you go. That was my best rendition of, um, and this is all one word, the Sin City Bartender, um, and that's on Instagram. I want to recommend quickly a couple of a couple more who are very good. So he's a fun party guy, but he really is a top bartender in Las Vegas. Uh, he makes other ones, which are called the Grinch, which is a green, lime green color cocktail, of course. The same guy, if you scroll down his other short videos that were originally got on TikTok, he does, he plays homage to uh, TV shows like The Simpsons and Harry Potter with some of the characters that he makes cocktails inspired by these characters. So it's a fun thing to do if you are uh, wanting to try your hand out at making cocktails or just have a laugh, really, at somebody with quite entertaining uh, cocktail-themed videos. Another one is um, for the female bartender sort of quote. There's somebody called The Paradise Bartender. She's from Hawaii, and she's got a whopping 136,000 uh, followers, oh, which I think is quite wow. good. Yeah, on, on Instagram. I mean, a real bartender who, again, has been in lockdown or bars have been shut in Hawaii and uh, or, or not, not operating as normal. She's made some short videos and uh, other ones, like lots of other bartenders, are still photos um, with the ingredients and how to make them. And for UK flavour, here's another recommendation. This will be the last one. Mix.man, a.k.a. Mark Hicks, who is, a, who is a bartender who shows himself and gives his full name. And his ones are no videos. There are some Insta stories, which are quite cool. But otherwise, there are some really amazing-looking cocktails that don't look too complicated, just with some very simple how-to notes. And there are some that are non-alcoholic mixers, you know, that are, um, that, that are basically fruit juices and sodas that really look good in festive mood. So I recommend him, Mix.man. All right. Well, Andrew, we're, we're out of time for now, but very quickly, what's your sort of go-to cocktail for the festive season or, or in general? Uh, in general, I like 
uh, an old fashioned, which mm. is uh, with bourbon, and mm. it's quite it's quite strong. Um, I'm, I'm, because whiskey, now we've got a chill in the air. Anything with uh, with a bourbon or a Scotch whiskey would be a go to for me. Brilliant. Whatever you do, don't order a Great Expectation. That cocktail has che- has has a block of cheddar cheese in it. I've I've had oh, the, no. <laughs> I've had the the good fortune of trying it once or twice. But um, that did you know? Oh. Yes. Did you know it had cheese in before you ordered it? Well, I thought it was it'd be like grated cheese. I was feeling a bit adventurous, but I didn't expect a whole block of sort of cheddar. At least you got at least I got my money's worth. But um we're, we're <laughs> going to have to go 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 to, go to the news now. But thank you very much Andrew sure. Dembina and we'll be chatting again uh, next week. Once again, thank you very thank much you. to Andrew Dembina. Okay.